I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. And it does it with Barb Schlinker. She's the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, home sale preparation is a question home sellers often ask when they're thinking of selling their homes. So how much difference does home sale preparation make when it finally comes to selling your home and and seeing the return? Well, I think there's a huge difference. And some people will go really far. Like uh, I put one on on the market this weekend and this particular home, oh my gosh, is probably one of the most beautiful views I've ever seen backs to a park. Stunning, just stunning views. And the owner is an engineer, bless his heart. And everything has to be perfect. So it it was, he did a pre-inspection. He fixed everything on the inspection, put on a new roof, Every little nook and cranny was taken care of. And, and I walked through the house with them the first time and we caught some things. Like I said, look, they're going to tag this peeling paint if they're getting a government loan. So even there were some rocks in the back around landscaping that he wanted to do. I said, eh, I don't know if you need to do that. I'm sure that repair cost him five to $8,000, but he just wanted it to be perfect. And it turned out, but it was so funny because when I was doing the video, I pulled back the curtains between the family room and there's this enclosed patio and the, the window ledge right there between those two spaces had some peeling paint. He goes, oh, I have to call back my handyman. I have to get that done. I said, come on, leave something for the inspector. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just perfection. But you know what? It paid off. He got 66500 over asking price. So he's thrilled. So anyway. The number one question we get from home sellers is, what do I need to do? What do I not need to do to get their home ready for sale? So really, in most cases, a pretty small investment can actually net a big return on your investment. And typically, buyers want move-in ready, right? They want the HGTV dream. They want to move in. The house is all beautiful and modern and remodeled and all that. But that's not really reality. The fact is there's low inventory, there's high demand. However, if you do just a few minor tweaks, you will get top dollar. It doesn't all have to be remodeled. So that's part of what we do with our home sellers is we actually go over the house and give them tips on what to do, what not to do, tailored to their home to get their house ready for sale. Marketing. So typically updated homes or they've gone in and done a full-on update they are going to sell for top dollar as compared to something that's not updated. And then the homes that are aggressively priced, like price too low, sometimes will sell for top dollar as long as uh, there's nothing major going on. Like uh, I looked through some listings recently and I'm like, oh, that's weird to see a home over in a nice neighborhood that was priced that low. And lo and behold, oops there's a sewer break that didn't get repaired. And so that's why they're offering that as a discount. So that's probably not a move-in ready type home. And yeah, that would sell for a discount to an investor that wants to go in and do that work and flip it. But typically, in my experience, homes that are priced realistically versus optimistically sell for the most amount of money. And this is why. Buyers right now in this low inventory, high demand market are accustomed to coming in strong with their offers. If you've been out there looking at new construction, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. I mean, basically, 
what the price is, is basically their cost to build with their profit built in. It's a different purchase than buying a resale home for sure. And there are, there's very little negotiating with builders. There's no negotiating. They're going to charge you whatever they're going to charge you. And I, I'm going through sticker shock. Some homes that were just a few years ago were maybe $650 are now $850. It's amazing. So, but pricing your home realistically, and, and we'll help you do that, is really the way to make the buyers come in strong with their offers. But there's a couple of basic things that you can do, like I talked about in the 27 tips segment, decluttering, repurposing stuff that you don't need. If you're going vacant, that's a different strategy. And we have ways to make your home look, oh, wow, vacant. Okay. We actually bring in staging furniture for some of our listings. We also virtually stage. We do everything that we can. Because if you look at pictures of an empty home, it just doesn't have the same warmth and love it's also hard for buyers to really see the scale of the room, to see the size and whether or not their furniture will fit. And we do know that buyers eliminate homes based on the pictures. So you have to get the pictures right. It has gotten so bad that these agents feel entitled to get pictures. I get emails. There are certain things we're not going to take pictures of. We want to make the home look a $500,000 home look like a million dollars. That's our goal. Okay, so we're not going to shoot every nook and cranny because we don't want the buyers sitting in their fuzzy bunny slippers eliminating homes online based on silly stuff. We want to motivate them to come and look at the home and then make their decision because it could be different based on online versus live in person. So a vacant home just doesn't have that warmth and love. So we try to try to get them over the edge. And I actually tested this. I had a brand new house that we had it virtually staged. We didn't get the buyers coming in. So we ended up putting in a little bit of staging furniture and it sold for $20,000 or $15,000 over asking price. <laughs> it, is the little, it is the little things that you know to do that make such a big difference. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny. And if you have a tenant in the home, that's a different deal altogether because most of the time the tenants don't want to leave. There's some resistance that you may experience. That's one issue. They don't necessarily keep their home show ready like you would if it were your own home. Some do. Sometimes you can get lucky and I've sold a few like that, but in most cases, they don't want to go. So a lot of people with rental properties are a little bit reluctant to put their home on the market with a tenant there. But of course, I understand they don't want the house empty and have to deal with you know not getting income on that asset. So we have strategies to work with whatever situation suits your home, right? And we've dealt with all spectrums of the different types of real estate in residential, and we're prepared to make it better to help you command top dollar. That's essentially what we do. And I do it time and time again. Right now, my average, that's an average, and not every home sells for over asking, but my average of how much money I'm able to command over asking price is $25,400. Amazing. So if you're hiring a discount agent that's not going to do any of those things, you know, would it be worth talking to us? I, I you know, it makes sense to do the math and actually think about it. Uh, we just sold Danielle's home for 50000 over asking price. We just sold uh, John and Bobby's home for 66500 over asking price. Um, Last weekend, we sold, what was the other property? It's hard to keep up. Oh, yeah, that one, 
they're, they're so cute because they're a young couple, but basically we priced it just right at 510 and we sold it for 550. So for a young couple with five kids to get 40,000 over asking price is, is definitely a bonus. And they, they haven't owned that home that long. They're putting a huge amount of money in their pocket when it sells. And um, it's, I'm just so happy for them that we're able to move them on to the next stage of their life and help them financially. So these are the top eight things that you should consider before you put your home on the market. Number one, price it realistically versus optimistically. We'll help you make that decision. Pick the right agent. Not every agent is the same. A lot of people think we're the generic, you know, we're all the same, but we're not the same. Not you, you. Can you attest to that? I can attest to that. You are in a league of your own. Thank you. Prepare the home for sale. So we're going to help you do that, give you tips on what to do, what not to do. We've got a handyman that can help you do uh, little repairs at a reasonable price. We'll, we'll give you guidance on getting there. Make sure your home is exposed properly and make sure uh, the agent is responding to the buyer demand. So we do that as well. We have a whole team that makes sure we're getting back to people with questions, et cetera. And then make sure the agent understands negotiations because not everybody does. I, I've, I've negotiated with a few really good ones lately. And, um, and that's fun for me. I, I always love different ideas, but I've seen some clauses come across my desk like, hey, this is an escalation clause. I'm willing to give you 2000 over the highest offer up to X. I'm giving, willing to give you 2000 over the highest offer with no upper limit. I've gotten offers like that before. I've even gotten take it or leave it clauses like take my offer today and don't expose it to the other buyers or my offer goes down tomorrow. Wow. So there's some, some fun strategies that I'm seeing come across my desk. I always love new ideas. But you want to make sure that you're picking an agent that really understands the process, knows how to communicate with you to make sure that they're getting you top dollar. You know, make sure that you're getting good service from contract to closing. There are agents that don't go to inspections. They don't even show the houses. They don't go to closings. Uh, that you know, you want you want your agent to be representing you through the whole entire process, and of course, make sure that your agent has market knowledge. And of course, if you're a real estate investor, I don't really think that they're going to step on the gas and raise the taxes on capital gains next year during an election year. It may happen because there's a lot of crazy things going on. Like I don't know if you saw in the news, Richard, but the the EPA or these government entities came out all of a sudden and said that the the car dealers have to, within a few years, have an average miles per gallon of 55 miles a gallon. Did you see that? I heard that. And it doesn't seem realistic to me, but you keep a handle on everything that's going on. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's going to drive up the cost of vehicles, right? It's going to make people buy electric vehicles if they want to buy a new car. But the fact is, this real estate market is great. Investors are still buying uh, investment properties here. If you're planning to make a move, you don't have to be rushed. Don't freak out. I know the government's doing some crazy things. Real estate does not change that quickly. It takes months for that kind of thing to happen, sometimes a year. So make the timeline work for you and your goals. This market is going to stay strong at least for the next uh, year or so. And if you're planning to make a move, give us a call about two to six months out. 
prior to your move so we can help you get ready. Plus, we're offering a free report on this topic called The Eight New Marketing Laws to Sell Your Home for Up to 11% More. Go to barbhasthebuyers.com and click on the green button to download your report or call us at 719-301-3900. Richard? Okay, I stopped uh, I stopped at 1231, Ryan. So we've got um, a dilemma here um, because we're... 30 seconds over technically, but we still have uh, my little intro and then her um, hot properties. Uh, I don't know what to do here. Barb, Ryan, any ideas? We're, we're very, oh, oh. All I'll say is that we're very strapped for time. Okay. So, I mean, I don't want to cut out any parts of it because especially this one is a good part of the show. I would just say, I'll try to make whatever it is work. Okay. Um, and I usually can, um, but just looking at, and it's hard for me to know without me actually getting in there and making all the edits. Right. But what I would say is if we go relatively quickly, quickly, I I think I can make it work. Just not a big, long uh, drawn out on your part, Richard, as far as the ending of this show. And I'll make the intro to it real quickly then. Yep. Okay. All right. And I'll, I'll do I'll do a lightning round on the properties. Yeah, I don't That's have a lot this time. I'll call it that. Three, two, one. Well, Barb, I know this is your favorite part of the show. You highlight some of the hot new listings that you have. Again, people can call you at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Lightning round begins now. Right now, awesome, cute little Cripple Creek property on two lots in the upper 60s. This house definitely is a teardown. But you know what? You could build two houses on the property. Really cute one on Claremont Street coming up in the upper 200s with a finished basement. That one's going to be on the market after the first of the year. Also another one on Gershwin Court down in Fountain in the upper 300s. Great backyard, updated kitchen. A couple of sneak peeks, one in the northeast side on Stonehenge in the low 300s. And a stunning rancher also in the northeast part of town in the upper 500s. And I just want to say... I want to thank everybody for the listenership and your help, Richard. I'm very optimistic about where the real estate market in this area is going for 2022. Experts are saying the prices are going to go up 17%. Even though the Fed's going to raise the rates, don't worry about that. It's not going to put the brakes on this market that much, but thank you very much. I wish you all the best in the coming year and happy holidays. That's it for today. Have a great holiday season.